Hey, my name is Ken Russell. I'm a City of Miami Commissioner, and I'm here to help you better understand your local government. Did you know that Coconut Grove in Miami is one of the greatest sailing destinations in the world? And that a lot of the waterfront property in Coconut Grove is owned by the City of Miami? Well, today we're going to meet one of our tenants, Shake Leg's very own Harry Horgan. Good morning, Harry. How are you? Morning, Commissioner. How are you? Very good. I'd like you to teach us about Shake Leg, where you are, what you do, and why you do it. So, so let's start first with what is Shake Leg? Well, Shake Leg, we're, we're a nonprofit that believes the water has healing qualities. And our mission is to use it to help people with disabilities and other disadvantages develop skills to improve their health, education, and quality of life. Through access to the water, right? Through access to the water, right. So basically, we um, provide programs year-round, seven days a week. Um, now challenged a little bit by the pandemic, we've had to readjust so that we can operate safely. Um, but we also believe that um, during this the time of pandemic, people need to get out into nature. They need to feel good. They need to build it emotionally and do family-oriented stuff. And that's what we offer. So we have our um, programs for families where right now we are reaching out to families to come on down and we're taking them out for free sales. Just get out on the water. We also have um, kayaking activities available for people that are interested in kayaking. Um, we have uh, youth-oriented programs that we're working with a variety of community groups. Um, one is the Dan Marino Foundation, where we work with transitional kids, kids that are graduating from high school and trying to find themselves, where they're gonna go, how do they get a job? Well, we believe by helping a kid build confidence and have some success and develop social skills that they're better prepared for um, pursuing their, their mission in life and, and their purpose in life. And the water is a great um, uh, water and ground um, for that. Now, do your programs service both disabled and able-bodied people, or is it specifically for a certain group? No, it's um, our focus is on serving people with special needs, kids and adults, in an integrated environment. Because we believe the best program is when you're integrated with everyone. And so the able-bodied people are getting to learn about the challenges people with disabilities face as well as they're learning about the skill sets they have and that they're, they're just like everyone else, they do things um, differently. So that's where the water is, is a great um, organizer. It brings people together and hopefully inspires people to do more. Of course, so now that you've made people curious to learn more, where can they go to learn about Shake a Leg and, and all the programs that are offered? Our website is shakelegmiami.org. They can go on there and they can um, see the programs that, that are available. And um, that's probably the best way to connect with us. Uh, if anyone wants to go for, uh, for a sale, um, the best way is to send an email to info at shakelegmiami.org. 
and they, they'll be able to sign up for a sale with us. Anyone can do that. Anyone can do that. Oh, that's great. To let people know more specifically where you are, you all are situated just off Bayshore Drive on the coast, right in the bay, on Biscayne Bay in Coconut Grove, just a little bit north of City Hall. And I guess the premier landmark to, to find you is the historic Coast Guard hangar. Right, right. How you've been a passionate supporter of the environment and looking at how we're going to you know, deal with the challenges we face with the bay, with pollution, rising water. We see ourselves as a gateway to the bay, uh, the place where kids and adults can come and learn about its value. And we see ourselves creating the stewards of the future. And so together, your leadership has been great in leading us along to um, know about it. It's interesting, the majority of the kids we serve don't even realize there's a bay here, doesn't e don't even realize there's water and never thought they would have access to it. So through the partnership with the city, we now provide access for all, regardless of your physical, emotional or financial abilities. Well, you know how much I love the water. I think the first time you and I met was back when I was organizing paddleboard races for charity for Big Brothers Big Sisters. And I needed, I think I needed about a hundred life vests for kids who were some of the littles who were learning to paddleboard. And of course you came to the rescue with both inflatable floating docks and, and life vests and, and every year we'd call you back up. And, and that's how I first got to know you. And actually that was the way I got to know Shake a Leg because it was the landing spot of one of our very first races in 2009, I wanna say, where we did okay. the Gables to the Bay Regatta. Yes, um, yeah. That was when my son paddleboarded. He was the youngest paddleboarder to do a five mile race. He went from the Gables waterway out to the bay and they finished at Shake Leg and you all were our host. And that, mm -hmm. that was my first uh, experience. What brought you to Shake a Leg and what's your association with the water? I grew up in Newport, Rhode Island. And in 1980, I had an accident, broke my back and became a paraplegic. And in my quest to get back into life and become as independent as possible, I ended up skiing out in Colorado. And it was an epiphany for me because you, you go into skiing with all this fear. How am I going to get up this mountain? This, the, the majestic view and all that goes along with what nature can provide. Um, as I went down the mountain, I forgot I was disabled and it just totally empowered me. And I was out at a rehab out there. And then I um, set up a, a program back in Newport, Rhode Island. And the, we called it Shake a Leg. Um, get up and do it. Don't wait for anyone to do it for you. And But people with disabilities need support. They need guidance. They need encouragement. They need examples. So by bringing people together, we learn from each other. And being in Newport, everyone wanted to go sailing. And so we were just borrowing boats and um, we were concerned that we we're going to create more disabled people by the able-bodied people putting disabled people off of fixed docks. And, and so a boat builder, Everett Pearson, um, said, I'll build the boat, you build the program. So uh, with Sail Newport, we developed the program up in port, launched it in 86, the day the tall ships were coming in. And the Lieutenant Governor said, we're about to launch the tallest of the tall ships. 
And he was right from the stance that we launched more than a boat. We launched a movement. We showed that when you get the right people together, that anything's possible. And this was before the ADA. And, um, and so through that, we got people out on the water and all the naysayers, um, you know, we, we showed them that no, this can happen. And then Dr. Barth Green from Miami, the uh, Miami project had contacted us and said, listen, I'm getting embarrassed. I have people going up to Rhode Island going sailing and we can't get them sailing here in Miami. What can you do? And so we came down and we went, looked from South Miami to North and, and there was the Coast Guard seaplane base that um, the city was using for, as a park. And it was underutilized and we presented the, the concept and Mayor Xavier Suarez was um, the mayor at the time. And it was just such a warm welcoming from the city officials to Albert Ruder, who was the parks director at the time, uh, Manny Medina, um, who was across the street, everyone embraced it. And so we launched during the Columbus Day Regatta uh, in 1990 and um, 400 boats in the regatta. And here I'm in sailing with my wife and the the big puffy clouds and where like this is surreal and uh, it was quite an eye opener and one of our boats won the ARC class um, in the regatta so that's really how we got started and then it's been you know growing every year ever since it's a great story I hadn't realized which was the very first year when you all started there and so the structure you're in is actually next to the historic Coast Guard hangar. You actually utilize both of them, but your offices and a lot of your meeting space uh, is in the other structure. Yeah, when so when we started, and then the Trust Trust for Safe Neighborhood Parks bond issue came out, and that was back in I think '96, and they were looking to expand um, to improve the park systems, county and city, uh, you know, throughout the county, and so we put a proposal. Um, to them in partnership with the city that said, we're gonna create the county's premier universally accessible boating center that will be open for all. And the disability community during this time was saying, we want more recreational activities and both the city and the county and others have really done a great job in building um, uh, handicap programs within their um, system and that we became the place that had the boats. And so through our relationship, like with the city right now, we work with the city, we take out um, lots of kids each, each year. So we ended up, I think, getting around $4 million to create this center. So what we did, we laid out a plan that built this building that provided air conditioned classrooms, uh, office space, the rooftop observation deck, um, and then the hangar so that it could be a multi-purpose space and a shop to repair boats and develop a vocational program. And so it's kind of grown organically. And with the, these facilities, um, we believe that now anyone, um, regardless of their financial situation or abilities can come on down and get on the water 
and that's our mission. And with your office, we'd like to work together to see how can we get as many Miami residents on the water and let them experience its magic and healing qualities. Well, I'll take that challenge because I know whenever I've gone to your facility to just be around folks and that are that love the water and get in the water, I'm really inspired and it makes makes people want to get more involved. Your team, your staff, your volunteers, even just when you do a beach cleanup uh, along the coastline there, people are exposed to your organization that might not otherwise have been and it's and it's really nice. And of course, I'm really big on water access. You know that so that all Miamians can get to the water and enjoy the water. Can someone just come and, and launch a, a paddleboard or a kayak if they parked in the neighboring parking lot? Yeah, and that's happening. We're seeing it more and more. People coming down with their inflatable kayaks, pumping them up and, and going right out. What's the appropriate way to do that? Do they need to check in or talk to anybody or sign anything? No, they're, they come in basically on their own and park and go right in the water. Um, from safety reasons standpoint, um, our facility is like nine to five. And so there's issues with people coming in afterwards, but there's um, waterfront that is natural. They just go right down into the water and, and in and out. Got it. And so they, if they were on Bayshore Drive, they would park in the Miami Parking Authority lot, which is a pay lot, right in between your facility and Monty's, that area right there. And then they could launch out from there. But I would encourage them to get to know a little bit more about your organization when they do. Mm -hmm. Because like Mm -hmm. I said, you will, the more you know about Shake a Leg, the more you fall in love with the folks that, that work there, as well as the folks that utilize the service. So I really appreciate what you all do for the community. What's next for Shake a Leg? What's the future? Navigating through this pandemic is, um, is our major challenge right now. And in looking at that, our mission, we feel, is more valuable than ever. That people, if we want to be more resilient um, in dealing with living with a pandemic, we have to be stronger both physically and emotionally. And by getting out on the water, we, can, we believe we can help people do that. So our target right now is working with kids with disabilities. And we do that through Dade County Public Schools. We have, I think, eight kids that show up every day. Where And we're just had a call with Matter Academy about working out a new environmental education program with them where they'll have kids come down. We have the Dan Marino Foundation that's developing a social program for, um, for kids. We have a strong veterans program where I think every Wednesday now we have veterans going out and we have sailing program available for them. Um, The youth programs really will probably gear up for the summer. We're hoping to have, um, you know, one pre-pandemic, we'd have 400 kids on site. We don't see that happening now. We see maybe 200 kids on site, but that is all with a major emphasis on targeting Miami residents. 90% of these kids that attend the camp are um, on free or reduced lunch. So, uh, and right now is regatta season. So uh, the boats, uh, we've got corporate execs coming in from around the country, uh, sailing. It's a big, you know, economic contribution to the city. And um, we work with Bacardi, does a great job in organizing this. And we've, we've established the policies where before people come into town, they have to take a COVID test. And then uh, 
we do all the procedures and we've been distancing. So we, we're showing that we can provide safe access to the water in this um, pandemic. And we believe we can service more people and we can help them feel better about themselves in dealing with this pandemic. Speaking about health and the water, you know, water quality has been a big issue in the last couple of years in, in Biscayne Bay. We've had the fish kills this past year and everyone's concerned about what they can do. So the city had partnered with Waterkeeper Miami to do testing throughout the bay on city, near city sites that weren't receiving county testing so we could learn a little bit more. And you'll be happy to know that the cleanest area that we found in all of our bay from our testing was right in front of Shake a, Shake a Leg. So I don't know if you can take credit for that, but I say, go ahead, take credit for it. <laughs> well, that people should see that and recognize it and come on down because they don't have to be afraid of the bay. And that working with you, we want to get as many people on the water as possible. And yes, let's get, once hopefully they learn about what we're doing, they'll get involved. And one other, um, area that we're looking is a major initiative is uh, Hurricane Irma wrecked our docks. And so we're, we're working with the city to, um, there's some insurance, but we need to still raise about $300,000 for, for the docks. And then there's been some other, um, we've been getting some vandalism. So we're looking at fencing there's been the Baywalk is has been there's been a big problem with uh, the palm roots um, um, popping up the pavers. So we've put together a capital campaign uh, to improve the, the the facility so that we're um, ready to continue our programs into the future. So um, we'll be coming out with. Uh, that material to, to raise money, but we'd like to work with your office to review it. And um, so you can see that we are in the, your priorities and that together working with the parks department, we can really serve um, everyone in Coconut Grove and throughout Miami. I'd love to work with you on that, especially the Baywalk. If there's any place that the Baywalk should have sufficient ADA access, certainly it's the lead up to the docks at Shake a Leg. So that's something I think we can work on together. I know that you do government partnerships, but you also survive on philanthropy. So let's finish up this call with letting people know how they can help, how they can learn more about you at shakealegmiami.org. Can people donate directly or, or do they have to wait for galas or events? How can people help? The way they can help is they can make a contribution on our site. There's a donate button at the top right-hand corner, but the way you said it, come on down and meet us and get involved. There's volunteering opportunities. There's program opportunities for kids and people with disabilities. And, um, but financially we do, 80% of our revenue comes through charitable contributions. We took 40% hit this past year. So we're looking for people that believe in the water, believe in the environment and helping those less fortunate live a better life, and those that have been successful in life, if they would consider uh, learning about Shake Leg and contributing and investing into creating a facility that will be here for forever, our kids, grandkids, and everyone else. Well, thank you. This is Harry Horgan from Shake Leg Miami, shakelegmiami.org. 
If you want to help, contribute, donate, sign up, volunteer, or just access the water and have a sailing experience, or take out your own kayak or paddleboard, this is the right place. It's a City of Miami property. Shake a Leg's been a tenant there with a management agreement for years, and we look forward to keeping them there for many years to come. Harry, thanks for everything you do for the community. We'll see you out on the water. Okay. Thanks, Commissioner, and thank you for all you do for all of us. We really appreciate it.